Hey guys, Montel here, and welcome to this edition of Let's Be Blunt with Montel. My guest today is a registered nurse, a pastry chef, a pastry chef, and a medical cannabis patient. She's the founder of Culinary Cannabis, an all-sensory interactive cannabis event production company that includes online content, marketing, and brand partnerships. Her focus is to educate people on total cannabis plant use by providing unique experiences. Through luxury culinary and cannabis events, she brings together healthcare professionals, advocacy groups, and food and wine experts within the community for a great cause. Tamara Anderson, thank you so much for being a part of Let's Be Blown with Montella Day. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. Look, like, tell me a little bit about your background. Where are you, uh, where are you from and you know what your background is? <laughs> well, I was born in St. Paul, Minnesota, but raised by way of Southern California. Um, like you said, I'm a registered nurse, I'm a pastry chef. Um, and you know how they say in life, all the things that you do in life will lead you to your purpose. Definitely these things have led me to my purpose, not that they were planned or even a vision in my life. Like what I'm doing now, I had no plans on doing. So all those things together accumulated make us make me the unique person that I am. Um, to do what I do in the space and do what I do in the industry. Well, what, what brought you to cannabis? First of all, let's 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 start there. I, I don't know which one I want to start with. So you were you were a nurse. You went to school for nursing. Was pastries something that you just picked up as a hobby? So the nurse. So pastries and cooking have always been a part of my life. Right. My mom is the savory cook, and I'm the sweet. Um, so they've always been a part of my life, but like, you know, for, for Christmas or Thanksgiving, I would be the one that would bring the cake and the pie. So it's always been a part of my life. Um, but I went to school for nursing and thinking that I would go to school for nursing. I'm going to save people. I'm going to help people. It's just going to be such a rewarding job. <laughs> and I ended up doing something that was extremely stressful and feeling like I was the bad guy. Right. So to counteract that negative feeling of what I was going through with nursing, I started baking. Um, and that brought me joy because it, it's it's a different kind of feeling to see someone eat something that you make and the joy that comes over their face or it's the expression that they get to taste something that they weren't necessarily expecting. Like that is what was like euphoric for me. So that's how we got into um, that's how we ended up with the cooking. So you started cooking, but you weren't cooking from the beginning with cannabis. So what brought you to cannabis? Tell me about what, what was your introduction to cannabis and why did you think about infusing? So I am in Southern California, which, you know, there are lots of red carpet events, a lot of entertainment events. So um, my pastry business, I infuse with alcohol. So I would do all these events and celebrities would be like, well, you infuse with alcohol. Do you infuse with weed? And I'm like, I do, but not for you, because at the time I didn't know about like dosing or calculations, right? Like I knew how to, I knew how to make a mad brownie, but telling you how much was in the brownie, that was something that wasn't accessible or available to me. And I had such a hard time even getting my licensing with pastries, with infusing with alcohol. I was like, I know it's going to be way more difficult to do it with the plant, right? 
so I started on the journey of originally just wanting to self-educate myself on how to do it because as an entrepreneur, you don't like to leave money on the table, right? So I'm like, if they keep asking literally for three years in a row when I was doing events, I would get asked all the time. Um, so I started researching and I was like, okay, I'll find a chef to come in and teach me how to do this, how to do it properly, how to do the dosage and calculation. And on that journey, I realized how much education and information wasn't available and accessible to the public. Like if you know a chef underground, you could you could find out, right? But there wasn't information there. There wasn't information on the internet. There weren't books that available. So then culinary and cannabis was birthed out of that to provide, you know, education for those to learn how to infuse. And then on that journey, learning that, you know, people just don't use this to necessarily, you know, get high or for recreational, but realizing people would use it to like, uh, if they have kids with autism, right? Giving them peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that were infused so that they could be able to calm and concentrate, giving it to your Alzheimer's or dementia patient so that they would one, want to eat, but also increase their cognition. And I was like, Mm, the nurse in me was like, there's much more to this than people are even aware of or know of. And how am I in healthcare? And I have no idea about this. So now how does uh, some of your peers conceive, you know, or, or perceive you being involved in cannabis? Um, I say it's about a 50-50 crowd, right? So I like, I'll fill you out and see where you're at and see what you're thinking. Um, and depending on what your response is, I will give you more information, you know, to what I'm doing. Um, but definitely it's eye opening. I can say I worked at a rehab center in Beverly Hills. Um, and so we were around around the corner from MedMen. So the doctors would panic because they would see people come in with bags of like topicals from MedMen. And they're like, you know, what do I do about this? My patient can't have this. How do they mix medications and this? So I would like print out articles and give them to them. Well, this is, you know, this is the drug interaction, or maybe you should talk to the patient about this because they couldn't necessarily tell them not to take it because they would have a medical record. But at the same time, them opening, being accessible to the information and wanting to learn the, the information. Like I referred a doctor to go get a infused massage so he could refer his patients after they got discharged for like strokes or um, paraplegia for their patients to start using it in, in massages. So it's a very um, fine line. I can tell you when I first started, I was laid off from the job that I had at that time. It was literally, I hadn't even produced my first event. I was like three or four months in and my boss found out and they laid, they laid me off. And I was like, so it's like, you know, figuring out who you can have the conversation. Wait, wait, was this in California? This was in California, but this was eight years ago. This was but even eight, eight years ago. You already had legal cannabis, legal medical cannabis in California. It's been there for a long time. So for them to lay you off, it just seems a little bit. Um, I don't know. It seems like that's a, that's a violation of some sort of employment contract. Um, it 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 is. But me at the time being so new and novice to the industry. Like they told me they laid me off for overuse of the computer. Mind oh, you, I computer. <laughs> overuse of the computer. Mind you, I was the most efficient and effective person in my position. On a daily, you're supposed to review 24 cases. I was reviewing 56 to 80 cases a day. When they let me go, they had to hire three people to replace me. So 
go go figure. Crazy. And now yeah. are they trying to get you back? <laughs> oh, I would I wouldn't go I wouldn't go back. I oh. it was it was for the it was for the good of me. I have been in other positions where my supervisors and bosses have been open to what I'm doing ha and have even came to some of my events and have supported me in connections and innovations. So I am not mad or bitter about that at all. Um, everything happens, you know, on its proper timing and that was just proper timing. Well, tell me a little bit about what, what prompted you to start the company. It's called Culinary and Cannabis. Mm -hmm. So kind of two things. So one was the desire to educate myself and fellow culinary experts that wanted to prepare in the space. And then the other reason is um, my son, right? Um, I am grew up in the 80s, grew up as a dare kid. Don't do that. You shouldn't do that. Even though I started consuming when I was 16, I'm like, my kids, you're not going to do this. And we live in Orange County. You're not going to, we live in Orange County. You're not going to do this. You know, you're going to grow up into a proper young man. Um, and I think he found a plant when he was like entering from seventh grade to eighth grade. Mind you, we live in Orange County, so they didn't have like the type of weed that we had back in the day. They had the really potent stuff. Um, so we fought for two or three years of like, you don't take this. I'm putting you on punishment. I'm not giving you allowance. Um, and one time he had a really big, really bad experience. He, somebody gave him something that was laced. I came home from work with my daughter, who I think was like seven or eight at the time. And he was walking around the house, naked upstairs, jumping in and out the shower, talking about birds are flying in the house, mom. I was like, oh no, we're going to take you to the emergency room. And we did that. And once we got done, I was like, okay, obviously you're not going to stop smoking this. So I need you to go research this, research the plant so that this doesn't happen to you before and you know what you're consuming. When he came back to me, he was like, mom, I don't just want this plant. He was like, I realized I need this plant. He was like, I needed to sleep. I needed to be able to do surfing and play soccer or concentrate on, in school. Mind you, myself and my son both have a rare medical condition called Job syndrome, which basically is the, our bodies don't have the DNA that creates the fight off staff, right? And staff is everything. Um, so he, you know, he, him and I both would frequently get sick from the time, I think his first hospitalization when he was, he was six months old. Uh, but he had mo more comorbidities than I did. He had um, one side of his body was bigger than the other. He had um, tumors on his knees. He had scoliosis, his spine. So he was yeah. just, you know, a sickly kid. But you would never, if you just saw him and met him, you would you wouldn't know that, right? You would just be like, you know, if I if you lived with him, you would know because when he was sick, he was down. But other than that, you wouldn't know. So that made me look at the plant different. Like this kid is telling me that it helped him to be able to function the same as his friends and to be able to live a better quality of life. So those are mm -hmm. kind of the inspirations behind starting the brand. And so you decided I'm going to because I see what's that's my own family. I'm going to try to educate other people to help their families, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I want other people to 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 learn about this. And my son had passed away. Oh, I'm so sorry. 
no, no problem. He passed away six years ago. Um, I think not even a year into me having the business. Mind you, he was like my biggest advocate. Our first event that we did, he had, he came, he had all his friends be volunteers. He was like, you, you know, we went to the that was like, I don't need the name of the flower. I need to know what terpenes are in there and what's the level. That's yeah. this kind of kid that he that he was. Um, but he got sick, a normal sickness that we usually have. Um, and he went in to have surgery and he didn't come out. Um, mm. And I have a strong belief, like why I continue doing what I'm doing, because by no means is it easy to be in this space and be a woman and be a woman of color. Um, but I really believe me being a nurse and having the background and now the information that I have on the plant, believe that if he would have had this plant and substitute for some of the other things he had, he, his body would have been strong enough and his immune system would have been able to tolerate what was happening to him and he still might be here. So I continue to do what I do, the way that I do it, which I consider like an introductory for people to explore the food because I don't want another mother, father, cousin, anyone to lose someone because they don't know about the plant or they were too afraid or scared to go find out. So that's why I continue, you know, doing what we're doing right now. And, you know, you work with a lot of different patients and people for with different maladies. You, you work with cannabis to infuse to help some people utilize it for their pain management, right? Yeah, we have, um, we do an event series called um, Canna Spa Event Series, um, which is a all sensory event, right? With infused massages, facials, many petties. We have food, we all have all-site, all-site brand activations. Through those events, we have literally had people that have like fibromyalgia, MS, lupus that have been off work for years, right? Because they're on narcotics. They are not able to work. They're not able to drive. They come to our event to get these services or they find a product that works for them and they're able to go back to work. Like they're like, you know, I found this, you know, topical and now I apply it and, you know, my pain is increased. I'm able to drive and stop taking these narcotics. I'm able to go back to work. I'm able to have a normal functioning life. And it's like, you know, those kind of things are things that I was doing and wasn't expecting that result. But I'm like, okay, this is like, it's powerful beyond, I think, what people see and know unless you're there and experience it and have conversations with people that it has affected in that way. And you visually get to see it. Like, I get to see it because they come to the events all the time. Like I get to see you coming in with a cane and then all of a sudden you don't need it anymore. Like it's just, you know, it's, it's powerful. Really, really powerful. I mean, it also helps to destigmatize the fact that people are using cannabis, correct? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times people, you know, they think that they're, even people that assume that they're using it for recreational, if you have a conversation with them, you're like, okay, well, you smoke all the time. Why do you smoke? I smoke because I need to sleep. That's a medicinal reason. I smoke because it clears my mind and I need to be able to thought. That's a medicinal reason. Like a lot of times people consume and they consume it on a regular and they don't even realize that they're using it for medicinal reason. Like yeah, I, I've I've often said here, especially on uh, Let's Be Blunt, that probably ninety nine percent the reason that a person chooses cannabis over alcohol or some other drug is because they probably have some underlying medical reason that they don't even realize is a medical reason. Like you just you just pointed out one: sleep, 
you know, focus, uh, relaxation after work, uh, spasticity, all those kinds of things that people say, well, I, 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 don't, I don't get these jitteries when I go to sleep. Well, that's a medical reason. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Absolutely. Well, now, um, how often are you holding events? Where are they? Are they private events? How do you do it? We, we have a mix. Um, we've done gifting suites, which are all celebrity and media type events. We've done consumer events where they're strictly consumer events. Um, so we've done a variety of both in the space. Um, we've done them in California, Las Vegas, Atlanta, uh, Oklahoma, and New York, which are all totally different markets and totally different experiences. Um, so we kind of do, you know, we kind of cater to to everyone because everybody needs education and experience. A lot of people, um, or a lot of people, even in the, the space, right? They think that uh, that because. Um, talent or athletes have access to money that they have access to information and experiences and they don't they they would be surprised that that they don't because how often do you get to experience something with your peers where you feel comfortable experiencing or learning about something without being either one cast judgment or afraid that you know a fan of yours is going to be afraid you know take a picture of you or doing something and then it's portrayed wrong um so we've kind of done events in 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 both spaces um but for 2023 we are co- we are combining all of that together where we're doing events where we have everybody together doing some two-day experiences which i haven't done in a long time uh we're gonna do a east coast event east coast event and a west coast event since new york is new to the market um, but you know, and we are starting, um, private services, which I haven't done, um, officially in the past. I've had people reach out to me to like me to host their private parties. Uh, but we're launching next week, um, can spa party packages at home. So think, you know, girls night in, but with the plan and education. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And education and education is a primary part of what you're doing though, too. Correct. Yeah, education is in everything that we do. I just have a unique way of weaving it in so people don't necessarily think they're going to an educational event. But I make sure to try to create experiences with new things um, so everybody that attends learning something. And that goes from the brands to the consumers to even the media. We try to, you know, introduce the plant in a new way for each event. Do you, like you say for the brands, do you have your own brand or do you provide other brands in your service? So I consider also what we do a marketing platform for brands um, because they can come and participate in our events and display their products and brand their products and services as well as sell them um, directly to the consumer. Because, as you know, in the cannabis space, it's hard to market. It's difficult. It's a challenge for us. So that's one thing. And I do have some of my own products that I probably don't promote enough because I'm really heavy on the event stuff, but we have like a spa package. We have um, a spa box, which I really need to promote more because it's literally like a CBD spa for three days in a box. You could just take this box, go in the bathroom, close the door and have a whole spa day. It even comes with like a soundtrack. Like you literally could close the door (laughs) and get totally relaxed. And it's that CBD or CBD and THC. Depending on where you are, I can mail it to, to you depending on where you are. Or some of them have, you know, Delta 8 because we can't ship THC over county lines, over state lines. So depending on where you're at, 
we can cater the box uh, to your needs or wants. And you, you, I know you've probably gotten lots of mixed feedback on Delta Eight, but you don't, you don't focus primarily on Delta Eight products, do you? I don't focus primarily on a primary, a primarily on it, but we concentrate on everything with the plant, right? On on all aspects and all ways that it can be used, because different people have different access to different types of of the plant. So we don't ignore it. It's just not, you know, but you know, our, our focus is never just one part of the plant. It's the whole part of the plant and how, you know, it can be translated wherever you are. What, you know, what do you have access to and what is your desire and use um, or effect that you want from the plant? Gotcha. And are you working with any universities or anybody else, uh, anybody in the space that can add to give you credibility or are you just doing this on your own? Um, it's primarily me, but we do work with the Cannabis Nurses of Color. That's an association that we work with, as well as we work with an organization called I Am. Uh, those are the two organizations that we work with, but we help the Cannabis Nurses of Color because I'm a nurse and a nurse of color, um, but they are all about education for um, nurses of color in the space um, to get them prepared for when the medical field is ready to use us because it's going to happen. Um, so those are the the, the organization um, that I work with and that I assist with. And can you share, share some of your favorite ways to infuse? And it's not only in edibles, but you infuse in topicals, you were saying, and Talk to me about some of your, your favorite infusing ways. So my favorite way to infuse right now anyways is, is drinks because it is, you can control the dosage. Um, I'm a person that prefer beverages over food, which is weird. Um, so one is definitely drinks and even making my own mocktails or cocktails. Uh, but then I also like enjoying making like my own topicals, right? Like finding you know, I have um, eczema really bad. So finding ways to use the plant to help with relief of that, I like that. And I like to smell good and, you know, creating my own topicals with the scent that I like is probably my my other favorite thing. But people being able to create and make things on their own, I think is very empowering. Um, and also, even if you don't want to make them all the time, if you know what you're making and what's being put into what you're you're going to put on your body, when you go shop for stuff, you'll know what ingredients to look for, right? So, you know, education is, is the key to everything. You've been venturing, or, or been venturing into adding cannabis and cannabinoids into infused bath and body products. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yes. So we have a line, which I call, my daughter named it, Fizz Scrub and Rub which is a infused bath fizz, then a, um, a scrub body wash, and then a um, whipped body butter that you can put on top of each other, on top. So also it's scent layering, right? So it's scent layering. Each one of those has hemp inside of it. It's relaxing for your muscles and relief for your bus muscles, as well as uh, moisturizing for your skin. Because with hemp, it's one of the only oils that don't clog your pores when you use it. So it's very, you know, I don't think people realize that either. They're like, oh, I could just put cocoa butter. You can put cocoa butter in, but sometimes it clogs your pores and causes you to have like blackheads and these kind of things. Hemp oil is one of the only ones that 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 don't do that. Wow. And so then do you have your own line like that also? Yeah, we have our own uh, line that we just launched for Black Friday, um, which is our Canna Spa um, bath kit. Wow. So now what do you, I mean, just, you've now been in the business for what? You just said four years, right? 
No, we're coming up on year number eight. Oh, congratulations. And so Thank now you. having been in this long, if you had the crystal ball, what do you think are going to be some of the changes over the next year or so? Oh, over the next years. Um, one, I definitely see the incorporation more of the plant and mushrooms. Um, I see a combination of those type of products becoming available. I definitely see more of an impact on tourism with the plant. Um, and I think, you know, we're, we're still in the pandemic, but we're coming out of the pandemic. But a side effect from that, I think, is people are really um, self-aware about their self-care. So they've enhanced that, right? Like people are really focused on um, wellness, good life, and happiness. Um, and that involves the plant. And I think a lot of people took the opportunity of working at home and being at home to explore the plant and find out what works for them. So I just see this industry growing astronomically and those two sectors for me, health and wellness, as well as tourism, I think are going to be really, you know, impactful because people want to have experiences, even people that are, um, kind of sores of the plant, right? A lot of times we've had to hide it or only do it in your home, but having access to go on vacations and have experiences while you have the plant, I think are going to be some of the bigger things that come out in the next 12 months. I know there's been some information written in the last couple of months about the fact that I think it's almost 40 to 50% of people who are traveling right now in America actually put cannabis and access to cannabis on their list as mm -hmm. one of the before they actually take a vacation because they want to be able to consume. Uh, now, are you thinking about doing any retail kinds of locations or you're just going to keep doing this in private ventures by private venues? Well, the long-term goal is to eventually have our can of spas um, in different locations. So the long-term goal is to, you know, get our name out there make sure we're well-known so that when we come with our brick and mortar, we have a waiting line because, you know, as with having a brick and mortar, there's a lot of overhead with that. But I want to make sure, first of all, we have everything that we need. And I want to make sure that everything is kind of, you know, more in line. So all the things that I would want to incorporate in that spa is available and accessible. So and if people wanted to get more information about uh, what you're doing, where would they go? You can just find us on culinaryandcannabis.com on all platforms and on our website. Excellent. Anything else you want to add? Just look out for us for 2023. Follow us on social media. I answer all of my own DMs. It's no one else. So follow us on social media. Watch out for what we're doing. We have some great things coming up for 2023, and I'm just excited. Well, Tamara, I'd like you to make sure you stay in touch with us so you keep us attuned to what you're doing. And we'd love to have you back. I would love to come back, and I will have to send you a, a spa box, Montel. We'll have to send you the male version of the spa box. It comes with all beard kit and all that. We'll have to get, get one to you. Well, there you go, because my beard does need some little maintenance every now and then. <laughs> Thank you so much for being a part of Let's Be Blunt with Montel today. Um, you know, again, throw out the website one more time so people know where to go culinaryandcannabis.com. There you go. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. And thank you for turning into this edition of Let's Be Blunt with Montau. Thanks for joining me on Let's Be Blunt with Montau. Please make sure you're subscribed and hit the bell to be notified when new episodes post each week. We'd love to hear your feedback also, so please send us your comments. <laughs>
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.